Hey guys, welcome to the Christian Contrast Podcast, where we talk about how living for Jesus leads us to live differently than the world around us. This is the Zoom edition here with Phil Shabazz and Andy Watson. Hey guys. Hello. What's up, man? So uh, we're excited to try this out. And the goal of this podcast episode is just um, because we at LBF Church are doing what almost every church around the country is doing. And we're figuring out, out a way to do church services <laughs> online and to do that at home. And we've been, what, is Easter going to be, I think, the fifth week of us doing that? I think that's about yeah. right. That is we're right. In, we're in the vortex of time. We've lost all sense of when and where we are. <laughs> Um, but we've had enough weeks where we sort of were in emergency mode looking to figure this out, and now we're looking to live in this reality for however long we need to. Um, so I want to do two things with the three of us. Um, one is that three of us are involved in almost every service through hosting, through leading worship, and through speaking, uh, speaking from the scriptures. And so I wanted to talk about, first of all, what's going through each of our minds where we're recording and kind of our hopes for people that are going to take that in. And then to spend most of our time talking about the fact that all three of us on Sunday mornings are also at home with our families taking it in and how we're looking to play that out because we want members of our church family and, and other church families to maximize this odd time. Um, so I'll just ask, well, why don't we, we'll go in order of when we usually show up in the service. So we'll go, <laughs> We'll go Phil, then Andy, and then me. And uh, Phil, why don't you start us off and just talk. When you're, you're most frequently doing the hosting time, when you're yeah. doing that, what are sort of the hopes going through your mind of how you're hoping people are going to receive that and engage with that on a Sunday? Yeah, well, on a typical Sunday morning when we are at church, the hope is to be able to encourage folks in some way to engage, right? And so uh, from talking about um, what's upcoming in the, in the actual service or the different uh, programs or initiatives that we have that are all based on spiritual development, and, and we're doing it because we find it to be the most important thing in our lives, my hope is to try to energetically, in whatever way I can, encourage people to engage. And now we're doing that on video, and it's very different now when we're at home and probably in most cases, we're watching the service in our pajamas, maybe with a bowl of cereal. Um, and so with hosting now, um, especially in the past couple of weeks, as we've really gotten sort of the ground beneath our feet, my hope has been to uh, try and uh, encourage people to uh, engage in some more tangible ways. Um, so we're asking folks to stand at home during worship. We're asking folks to subscribe to YouTube and then also to uh, make sure to, uh, to, to subscribe to the uh, um, uh, now if you're not on Facebook for example you can go ahead and uh, have the LBF daily texted into your phone um, there's so much going on right now that uh, this is a right time to be able to engage in a way uh, that maybe you didn't before and there's so many different ways to do it. All the life groups, nearly all the life groups and Bible studies, men's and women's Bible studies are all happening. And if you're like me prior to this, you may have thought, oh, engaging through Zoom or Google Hangouts or another, having to figure out another program or, or another app, I just, I don't have it in me. But if you haven't done it yet, I definitely want to encourage folks to do it because uh, right from the start, from our first Zoom meeting, I was like, wow, this works. This really works. I really feel 
Like I, I'm not in the same room with you, but I feel like I'm engaging with you just like I normally would. And it's led to not just engaging with folks for work or engaging with folks for church, but with friends that I hadn't talked to, talked to forever. Um, the spring training guys that I used to go to spring training every year. We haven't done that in four years. Now, every Thursday night at nine o'clock, mm-hmm. we get on Google Hangouts and we have our time together. And it's happening with my Washington friends as well. And then I always look forward to the times where I can be with you guys online talking about church because it's fun and it's exciting. And so that's the whole. Phil, you're that- you're in your uh, mid to late forties, and it's easy enough for you to figure out. So that's that gives the rest of us hope that it shouldn't be that hard. That you know, if that gives you hope, that is a good thing. <laughs> and uh, and if I can do it, certainly you know everyone else can do it. That's there good. If go. Phil can do it, any of us can figure it out. <laughs> uh, that's the message we're taking away. That's right. Uh, well, Andy, how about for you? I mean, whether it's you and Nick or the team leading music, what what is your hope as you're recording that? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, first of all, whenever I talk about this time, I want to start by saying just how crazy of a time it is. And just acknowledging that this is like nothing we've experienced, nothing we could have imagined. Um, and so just laying that out on the table, I feel like is the right way to do it. Um, every church around the country, um, has been scrambling and trying to figure out how to do a brand new form of ministry. Um, and I also, you know, one of the things that I want to say right off the bat is no one wants to do this. This is not something that's like, man, this cool new technology that, is really going to revolutionize and upgrade the way we do church. No, quite honestly, this isn't great. Um, we are blown away, and it's incredible that we have the technology to do this. And 20 years ago, I have no idea what the church would have done. Um, it would have just been um, a crazy time. So praise God that we have this technology. And honestly, I'm really thankful. Um, even at LBF, we've made a few technological upgrades um, within the past couple of years that have really enabled us to do this well. Uh, and so that's been huge. Um, the fact that we have the technology to do this um, has been really great. And so I'm super thankful for that. As far as um, coming into this and looking at how do we put together an online service, um, we're all trying to figure it out, right? (laughs) I mean, just honestly, like, this is new. There's no textbook on this. There are no um, blog posts on what this should look like um, for an online streaming service. And so I think ultimately we've tried to go before the Lord and ask him, um, God, what do you want this to look like? And then um, the creativity among the team that we have in place, man, Everyone who watches this, when you get back to church, you need to go and give Ryan Godoy the biggest hug you've ever seen. That gentleman has been above and beyond. He was up till 3 a.m. this morning editing the Easter Sunday video. He has just been um, absolutely incredible. And there are several people on our team that have been doing that. Uh, But but without Godoy, it all breaks down. That oh my god! Head of the spear right now. Uh, he well, is the MVP <laughs> at this season of our time. Oh my goodness! So uh, a real legend among us. So we've been trying to make sure he doesn't get sick. And um, yeah, if you want to bless him with a nice gift card or two when we all get back together, mm-hmm. that could be a, a really good thing. Um, he, no, he's incredible. Um, so yeah, the team that we have in place 
has been really huge to, to pull this off. And, um, you know, so from my standpoint, leading worship to, um, it's supposed to be corporately gathered together, right? And we, we are one voice uh, lifted up to the Lord and also to one another to encourage each other in our faith. And so when we don't have that, that second aspect, it's a little bit awkward. Um, I have to quite honestly wrestle within my heart. Everything about what we do in the recording process is a stage, it's lights, it's camera. Um, it can feel like a music video if you let it. And so just really check in. My heart has been really important. Um, just making sure, God, this is for you. This is not about me. It's not just about looking good or, or trying to sound good or any of that stuff. Um, I think it's important that we, we do things well and with the giftings that we have. But if that becomes the focus, then this whole thing falls apart and it's, uh, it is not authentic. And so trying to, man, we've just been trying to simplify trying to be like if we are in your living room worshiping with you we've had smaller teams um you know for this past easter sunday that's coming up it's gonna we tried to make that one feel a little bit um, more special a little bit um kicked up a notch compared to the other sundays but kind of for the traditional sundays just trying to think man if we were in a living room with a couple guitars and maybe some percussion and we were just singing together that's kind of how we've been entering into it yeah yeah, and I'll just add a couple things. I mean, Phil, you were the one that right before all this stuff broke, you were the one who came and gave us a heads up that we should get ready for this scenario. <laughs> yeah. Back when it seemed like probably not. And then, uh, and that was Prophet on a Phil. Yeah, by Thursday night, everything had changed. But even you flagging that for us on a Wednesday afternoon led us to at least, as a service planning team, have a conversation. And the main element of the conversation was sort of what Andy was saying that we said, if we have to do this, we don't want to do this in a way that we're pretending we're in a full room on a Sunday morning. We want to do it that's acknowledging what this is. And so, you know, with, with all of us, we've tried to do it in a way that we're talking to you as you're in your room. I, I'm usually sitting or I'm, I'm trying to still be energetic, but not act like I'm talking to 500 people and realize I'm, right. I'm talking to groups of <laughs> two or three or four or five or one. And, uh, and the other thing, and I, sh I shared this with Andy, but on, uh, I think it was on Monday, I went through and just watched some videos from a bunch of other churches doing this. I'm going to maybe even some people listening, you're part of another church that's doing the same thing. And one of the themes, even on the fourth week for most of us of doing this is they all were just consistently acknowledging, um, this is not what we want to do. Um, and, and to me that was significant in saying, we don't want to be negative and consistently bringing up the negative side of this, but to recognize um, this is not a good thing that we're, this is the best that we can do now. But I think of um, the Jews celebrating Passover right now. They always end the Seder by saying next year in Jerusalem. And I feel like every service I want to end that way. I want to be like <laughs> next week on campus, next week all together. Um, just uh, if anything, doing this time, has, um, has reminded me and hopefully lots of us just how significant it is to be together and to hear those other voices singing, which always ministers to me and to hear the engagement when we're engaging with Phil or with the sermon and there's a little bit of a back and forth and we're having this moment together um, that we're glad we get to do what we do, but we're also longing for that return um, and regather. Um, and so with that said, I, I wanna say, you know, all three of us on Sundays, 
are gathering with our families, just like other families, uh, part of our church and part of other churches. So we'll make this a little bit more informal and kind of round robin, but just how are you guys engaging with your families in a way that's meaningful, given that this is not the way that we're used to doing church? Yeah, I'll go first. Um, to me, I think uh, an important question to ask is how sincerely thoughtful are we willing to be? Um, this is it's quite different than before. Uh, right now, at least for most of us who are sheltering in place, um, it's not a question of, oh my goodness, I'm so busy, work, school, sports activities for the kids, all the different things that used to take our time. So many of those different things for the parents out there that we covered during the parent, parenting conference that oftentimes steal our time. Many of those things aren't there anymore. Mm -hmm. And so if it was hard then, now, if, if one way to get through the trial and one way to lean into God and create perseverance in our life is to then recognize and call out the blessings and be thankful to God. One of the things we can be thankful for right now is the extra time we have to be thoughtful if we choose to about how we do church in our homes. And that's personally, that's with our kids, that's in our lives in general. And so when you do have, when we do have Sunday mornings, when we do have the different Bible studies or the different life groups that are going on, um, when we do have all the different devotionals, uh, I think Andy's doing worship every Thursday. Is that, is that what you're, have you figured out the technology yet to be able to do the worship every, I know for the younger folks, it's a little bit more time intensive. It's true, man. It's, it's a lot harder. So many options. That's my problem. Yeah. But, but Andy's worship has been great. There's so many different ways to engage. In addition to that, Dan, the Bible reading plan is still here, right? And that is a way to engage every day, whether we are by ourselves or if we have kids. And on top of that, the study guide has continued to be available through a digital format, which allows you to continue to dive deeper into the message uh, of the week. And there's a lot of options out there. As a result, the question is, well, how thoughtful am I willing to be? How uh, sincere and genuine do I want to be with truly pursuing these options at home? Am I willing to go ahead and pull out that study guide and go through that study guide with the extra time that I have right now? Am I willing to go ahead and say, you know what, I am going to start my mornings or I'm going to take my lunchtime. Uh, there's several quiet moments during the day to go through that study or to go through the Bible reading plan. And, uh, and, and, and if we have kids, are we willing to take and be thoughtful about what is being said on Sunday morning, um, what the message is, what the study guide, maybe look at that study guide before the message, go through my Bible reading plan with the kids to be able to pull questions that they can apply to their daily lives and encourage them and teach them during this time. Mm -hmm. And again, if we felt like we didn't have the time before, we probably do now. And it just takes a little bit of thoughtfulness to take and go that extra distance to really just encourage the spiritual growth in our homes. And look, this, for me, for our family, this has not felt like homework. This has been a profound encouragement. Um, all our dinners, when we sit down at the dinner table tonight, uh, we, fin or we finish our dinners by talking through what we read in the Bible reading plan. That takes one parent 
to be able to say, I'm going to look at this. And I'm going to pull a couple questions that I can run by the kids, or I'm going to use this. This might be confusing. I'm going to take and explain it to the kids and see how they respond. There are ways we can engage if we are, if we choose to be thoughtful. Man, Phil, that's such great wisdom. And, um, you know, Dan, I think one of the main things just to kind of echo what Philip has uh, shared is that it's about what you do during the week. Like if you just come at this, and the 56 minute um, online service, if that's your only interaction with God, then it's like, what's the point almost? Uh, but are you walking with God? Are you choosing worship? Are you choosing to pray to, to reach out to him through his word and uh, spending time with other believers seeking him? And if you're doing those things, especially within your family group, um, then it'll make the online experience that much richer and it'll, uh, It'll just be like a culmination of, of what's gone on through the week. And Phil, we're not doing cereal at our house. We're doing like pancakes and bacon and it's like a big feasting Sabbath day. So it's, that's how we've been rolling over, over here. Wow. We haven't had the energy to create such a feast in the morning before Sundays, but some of the other days have been similar. You know, man, this is the first time in uh, 15 years of full-time ministry that I have been home with my family and gotten to worship with them on a Sunday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that has been an odd thing. I know, and, and for many on staff, um, they, in our church and other churches, this is the experience. But, I mean, the three of us rarely are sitting with our families during the service, taking it in, because we're on stage doing different things. Um, and, and I know for me, just going along with the preparation thing, something that we had actually started um, before all this went down, is that uh, we started a Saturday night tradition where we would sit down. It's not super long. It may be 20 minutes or so. We read the passage that's going to be the subject of the sermon on that Sunday, um, which, of course, I know, but everybody can know. You, you can go look at the life group lessons. You can find out what's going on. We read the passage. Um, I just tell the family, I don't even say, um, tell me some big implication of it. I just say, tell me something you heard. And we go around to each one of us and, you know, it started, you know, David's eight, Jack's 12, um, Matt's 15. Um, Karina and I are, are not as old as Phil, but older than Andy. Um, <laughs> going right. But, um, but it, it's been really cool. And then we pray for our own hearts. We pray for um, the church family that's going to be hearing this. We've got to open yeah. that up. So that's been, that, that's a tradition I would recommend to everyone just to say, you have the access. You can know the passage, look at the lessons, look on the app, you'll find it out. Um, So that's been a little bit of our prep. But I also, when we switched to this, um, had a little powwow with the family and just said, all right, here's what we can expect. And, uh, and even if the first week I knew what to expect by now, everybody should know basically what to expect. I said, Gary's going to come out and he's going to talk a little while. Then Andy and Nick are going to lead us in a song. And I said, and when they do, we're going to sing. And the kids even kind of looked at me like, we are like the five of us in our house. And we're not like you, Andy. We are not a musical family. Um, but, but it was good for them to have that preparation just to say, hey, we, we know this is a little bit weird. And at the same time, God hears our praises. He treasures the, these times that we lift up our praises to him. Um, and then I said, and then, you know, I'm going to come out and give the sermon and we'll, we'll all listen to that. And then afterwards, Nick and Andy will come back out and they'll do another song. So, so just try to prep them for the experience, because I know there's probably a lot of families that you got into the middle of this and, and you just said, well, we 
kind of stood there and we didn't know, should we sing? Should we stand? Mm. Should we say this prayer out loud that Phil is leading us in? Because it's, it's a different thing. And so I, I would say um, to any families listening to this, if you haven't by this time, it, it would be worth just sitting down, having a powwow and saying, as long as we're in this mode, here's how we're going to choose to engage with the services. Um, and then just the other things for us, I know uh, all of us have, um, have at least one kid in the youth group. Um, Phil, you got four kids in the youth group. Um, and then I, Andy and I, we, we both also have kids that are in the life kids stage. So we, we set that up. We gather at the 925 together as a family. Then afterwards, Matt goes to his room so he can engage with Exit 83 during their service at 1055. And Karina sets up to do the, uh, the life kids thing with Jack and David. And so we, we kind of have crafted our routine. Um, I think we're going to try to do, to do a little bit more of what you were saying, Andy, to make Sunday morning a bigger celebration with food and some frivolity, um, <laughs> and as opposed to us sort of rolling out of bed and, and coming and trying to get in the mode saying, this is a celebration. Like we, we get to be together. We get to, to worship the Lord together. And we want to be prepared beforehand. And we want to be prepared for how we're going to engage in the moment. And I've just I've been very blessed by just how responsive my kids have been to us getting out in front saying, here's what we're going to do. And them saying, this is what we're going to do. We're going to do it. It's been really cool. Yeah. And, and awesome. just one, one thing to add to that. Um, oftentimes uh, it feels a little bit like for those of us, for those of us with kids in the house, it feels a little bit like giving out assignments. Hey, go, go do your Bible reading plan, do your devotion. Do it could, it can be that way. But I just want to encourage everybody that it's it's our job as parents, dads, especially out there, to model the behavior that you expect from the the kids in the house, from from everybody in the house. Um, I know in my house, when I start singing, it gives permission for everybody else to start singing. Totally. They start singing when I start singing, and in fact, it's turned into something really cool because. Uh, with Jonah, my second son, I don't know why he it never occurred to him previously, but watching the worship team um, on Sunday mornings from home just encouraged him to go pick up his guitar, uh, pick mm -hmm. up my guitar and start messing around with it. Then he asked me for sheet music. Next thing I know, he's playing cannons in the room next to me, um, wow. all because he was inspired by watching Sunday morning. Um, but at the end of the day, if we model the behavior that we expect, we can see we could we could expect better results and um, and more importantly, deep and meaningful time with our family. Yeah. And I, I think just. Um, Man, when we rush into things, um, maybe there was one week we, we did not do well. I did not lead us well in kind of how I set up the time uh, getting ready for the service and we were trying to get too much done. And that's obviously one of my downfalls is trying to fit too many things in. And, um, but just kind of entering into it slowly with enough time, making sure you kind of everything's done and, and ready to go is really helpful to you. Yeah, uh, that, that definitely is huge just in preparing for the whole thing so that our hearts are ready. We're able to engage with it in a way that we're not rushed. Um, and yeah, I just know as, as long as we're in this kind of odd season, for me, I, um, I just want to affirm what you were saying, Phil. I mean, it's, it's an opportunity for us to recognize um, as parents and then, as you said, in particular as dads, to realize, man, we have an outsized influence on the entire tone not only of that Sunday morning, but of the entire week. Um, and you could call it unfair, um, but it's just sort of reality that as dad goes, that, that there's a special way that kids tend to respond to that. 
Um, and I just know, like, I, maybe it's because I have three sons where I just, I suspect that if Karina was saying, guys, we're going to sing, and I was not singing, it, it would not be happening. And so it, it is an opportunity for us as men to say, um, there's a big call for us right now. And we can't hide the fact that we're murmuring stuff in a room where there's 250 or 500 people. Like our kids are going to know whether we're engaging or not. And it's a cool way to set that example on Sundays with the Bible reading plan, with dinner times, um, just to demonstrate that and for our kids to see more of us. And so to get to really see that, it's, it could be an opportunity for humility, but also an opportunity for really great things because they see more of us. And if what they're seeing is positive, that goes a long way. Totally. Yeah. Well, I appreciate you guys. I love getting to do this adventure together with you all as, as we're mm -hmm. figuring it out. Um, and I'm just encouraged as we go through this and want to encourage um, individuals and, and families listening to this. Um, take, take this as an opportunity to say, as we're in this season together, we're going to engage as a family. We're going to make the most of it. We're going to take advantage of unique things going on. Um, and then just as I think all three of us in some ways have said, we're going to be prepared. We're not going to roll into Sunday. We're going to be prepared in our hearts during the week. Sunday, by making sure we're not sort of rushed and still groggy, we're, we're going to make sure we're ready. And we're going to engage with the Lord's people. And from there, we'll also anticipate the next year in Jerusalem, the next time we all do get to celebrate the fact that, uh, that we're together. So any parting thoughts, any kind of last thing do you want to get in before we break off this conversation? Man, I miss the white box donuts on Sunday morning. <laughs> That's going to be pretty fun getting those back. Yeah, yeah. As, as soon as they give us permission to hug, I'm hugging people. That's oh, what's man. happening. I'm, I'm, not even, I'm not even an extrovert, and I'm chomping at the bit. <laughs> so I, I feel for my extrovert friends. I, my heart goes out to them. Yeah. All right. Well, well, thanks so much, guys. Um, and thank you for, for anybody listening. We're going to probably do this from time to time during this season where we'll still try to put out some podcast episodes. Um, you can download all of these through iTunes or you can find them on our website. Um, but thanks so much for taking the time to tune in. And uh, until next time, this is Dan for Phil and Andy. Um, thanks for taking the time to listen. Mm -hmm.